0: Hello there, C-Node here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is all about personal empowerment. And I want to let you know that the next few episodes, next seven episodes or so that are coming out on Fridays are all about Myers-Briggs basics. And it is basically my beginner's course that I've created on YouTube. And I translated to audio form for you to be able to listen to for free here on the podcast. So this is a great way for you to get to know the basics of the system, the history behind it and getting to know all of the little bits and bops of what makes this, you know, a useful thing in life, including a segment that involves exactly that being able to use this in your everyday life. So once you're done with this entire thing, there is going to be links in the description for each episode that will take you to what is our what is called our Myers-Briggs basics course for creators and coaches. This is basically the next step for you if you're a coach or someone who is a creator, you're a podcaster, you're a YouTuber or someone that's trying to use Myers-Briggs for marketing or some sort of purpose like that. You can dive further into the system, what it means, how to use it for yourself and your business going forward. So, with further without further ado, Let's hit the button and do the thing here on Dopamine. Let's go. Hey
1: everybody, C-Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is all about mental health empowerment using personality typology. And this series of videos that we've been doing is all about personality development 101 is about sort of teaching the basic core understandings and values of what the Myers-Briggs system is and how you can start to use it in your own personal growth and to help other people in your life, because that's basically what empowerment is all about. So this series of videos is going to be all about these sort of basic explanations, sort of a beginner's course of what Myers-Briggs is. And then we have a the full version of the course, which is also the same name. This is all the free stuff. Um, the paid course is going to go into more advice and details and how you can start to look for that in the world, talking about careers, parenting, relationships, and how you can kind of use this. But then uh, we're also going to be doing Cognitive Functions 101, which is really like the secret sauce behind everything, and then doing a passive profiling course, which is all about about how you can really what to take into consideration when you're when you're sort of profiling someone from a distance, whether that is celebrities, interviews, TV shows, the people in your life before you learn how to do professional profiling, but how can you do this and like take the right considerations in mind when you're doing it. So if there are things you're interested in, go check that out below uh, in terms of the comments. Let me know in the comments if that's something you're interested in. I've done a few videos today. I'm, I'm already worn out. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about how you show up to the world. And that means the J or the P that is judger or perceiver. Now don't get confused by the word judger. Judger does not mean judgmental. Judgmental is more of a sort of colloquial term that people use to reference someone who is being sort of, uh, I guess, mean with their judgments. And judger does not mean judgmental. So, you know, earlier in the past few videos, we mentioned your learning style and your decision-making style. Your learning style is your perceiving style. It's how you perceive the world. Your decision-making style is your judging style. It is how you put things out into the world. So, how you show up to the world means that if you're a J... You're a judger. That means you bring your decision-making to the world. That means you show up prepared. You've done the work ahead of time. You know what to expect, and you've planned for what to expect. And perceiver is the opposite perceiver is that you show up ready to learn you show up to the world and you're more free form how that sort of translates to people is that judges can kind of be a little bit more prepared maybe a little bit more stiff in their posture a little bit more calculated in their movements and probably uh physically not moving everything in fluid motion as much like they're not going to be as likely to make a ridiculous mess of themselves like i am (laughs) <laughs> sometimes they can. Um, again, you know, the Judger perceiver stuff is not uh, a, a single box. It's about sort of like a sliding scale so much as the judging per- preference is how you prefer to show up to the world. So, if you have the opportunity to prepare, you would much rather prepare and show up ready, well-rested, well-thought-out, You know what you're going to do, you know what things are going to look like, you are regimented, you most likely keep some sort of a planner, (laughs) stuff like that. Uh, The perceiver side is showing up to the world a little bit more ready to learn, sometimes poking at the world a little bit, sort of testing things, seeing how people react to things, seeing how the world reacts to things, seeing how existence reacts to things. So me, I'm a perceiver. So as you've noticed, I'm a little bit more fluid when I get a little weird and crazy. And I try to bring that sensibility to the work that I do. So I'm doing a lot of explaining. I'm bringing a lot of my decision making because I'm in my introverted space. But for the most part, when I'm trying to be connective with people, I try to bring a little bit of my fluid, weird, improv nature to the situation. When I go out to parties and stuff, it's more beneficial for me to not know what to expect. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit of preparedness, but I'm I'm not as likely to be completely filled out and regimented. So for example, if a judger and a perceiver need to do a presentation, for me as a perceiver, I'm probably going to do bullet points or I'm going to have something that's a little bit more freeform and sort of rely on all of the information that I've gathered by myself and then be able to sort of freeform play with it and adapt to changes. So if something goes wrong or something goes a little bit unexpected, I can more likely adapt to it because I've done a lot of the preparation work internally at home to encapsulate all of the information that I might need. So I can kind of collect and grab things as I need it to share in my presentation. I'm not as concerned about you know, the perception, how someone's going to see me or judge me, I'm actually trying to learn from the experience. So uh, a judger may be more regimented and prepared. N- again, it's not super rigid in this sense, but but more bullet points there may be or have gone over their presentation and maybe physically practiced their presentation. I'll go over in my head, but I know it's not going to be an exact translation. Whereas a judger might have more of an exact translation of how that's going to look in the presentation. I hope that makes sense. So while judger and perceiver is not one of those things that is sort of publicly known when you start to learn about Myers-Briggs that there are some stereotypes around judging and perceiving that are somewhat true, but maybe a little bit off. So what I mean is that there's the perception that judgers are more tidy and put together and perceivers are a hot mess and they're, they're disgusting. <laughs> Where, you know, for me as an INTP, like my room is my, my, My place, my house, my apartment is probably going to be messier by judger standards, but I generally keep it clean. You know, the less that I have to do to keep it clean, the more that I can spend time thinking and researching and working on things. So keeping a sense of order and organization is important, but it's not about managing the outside world. Like if someone came over, I'd clean up a little bit, but I'm not going to be, you know, so focused on specific presentation i can flow with things whereas you know a judger depending on the situation may be more likely to clean up and have everything a little bit more pristine so that they don't have to worry about explaining why something's dirty or whatever right so the idea and another way to think about it is that judges show up to the world prepared so that they can be more free form in their mind and perceivers show up to the world Free form so that they can prepare in their mind. So that's basically the dichotomy there. It's the preparation internally versus preparation externally. So you're preparing for the world to be in the outside world, to so prepare for what's about to happen. And I prepare for basically everything <laughs> internally as much as I can. And then when I go out, I'm prepared for basically anything. Not prepared, but like I can adapt because I'm kind of learning about. As many things as I can in my own internal world. I hope that makes sense. So uh, I want to I want to solidify that as like um, an easier way to express that is that you know being more relaxed internally for judges is important, so that when they do plan and prepare in the outside world, sometimes with other people, they will have a lot of their ideas and thoughts worked out, and then perceivers. We'll figure things out with other people a lot of the time in the outside world. So that means brainstorming and like showing up not ready and um, being able to take that information and then go into their cubby and do all the work themselves. So I, I like to work by myself. I do all these videos by myself, I edit by myself, I do all of the heavy lifting by myself. But when I need ideas, I will go to Molly or I talk to other people and we kind of brainstorm back and forth. That's what I mean by that. Whereas, judges more likely will brainstorm with maybe one other person, not as likely, or them or just by themselves and figure out the ideas on their own, if that makes sense. so. That's basically the idea is that judges show up to the world prepared, perceivers show up to the world ready to learn. So it's learning style versus your decision-making style. They want to show up to make decisions or or with decisions made, <laughs> or I should say, yeah, to, to make decisions and perceivers will show up having already made decisions in their internal world while simultaneously collecting new information and then judgers internally will be doing things themselves. Does that make sense? Like, like I, I know there's a lot of words there. So if you're not really sure, that's okay. So the idea, learning style, perceivers, outside world. Judgers, decision-making, outside world. So if you're a J, that's J, you're a little bit more organized and put together, generally speaking. Perceiver, organized internally, uh, but showing up a little bit more freeform. That doesn't mean that judgers are always going to be, like, dressed well. It doesn't mean perceivers will never be dressed well. It just means perception doesn't matter as much. They're perceiving the world, not being perceived by the world. Whereas judgers feel like they're being perceived by the world. Therefore, they're being prepared to display to the world. That's another way to look at it as well. So, you know, for me, like... <clears throat> I could probably clean up back here. I uh, could probably add something to make it look a little better. I did put a light back there, like sure, that's fun. I've got my shirt on. I usually I put my hat on because like my, my hair is a little bit of a hot mess. But you know, I'm I'm not worried about how this looks. Like it's fine. <clears throat> it's fine. <laughs> that's probably another way to look at it. Is like perceivers, it's fine. <laughs> It'll be okay. Perceivers are a little bit more about being. Judgers are a little bit more about doing. So judges are going to be a little bit more goal oriented and perceivers are going to be more about vision. So perceivers are going to be about like, what is life going to look like? Because what does look like, what life looks like now is important. How do I feel now? How am I being now? Like just being a person is important for perceivers. Doing things as a person is important for judges. So setting goals and doing whatever it takes to get to that goal is important for judges. And for us, for as perceivers, the vision changes. So we can cast a vision, kind of a general idea of what life looks like, but if things in the moments need to change or we're gathering new information about what life looks like, the vision adapts to what we adapt to. So that's basically how that works. So I hope that makes sense as an explanation. As it gets darker, the lights back here get brighter, so that's fun. (laughs) Uh, So that basically explains sort of the <clears throat> judger perceiver dichotomy and how that all works. And in the same way with introvert, extrovert, intuition, sensing, thinking, and feeling, there's a bit of a sliding scale here. You know, it's not necessarily about <clears throat> being so full force on one side or the other. Sometimes, you know, perceivers have to show up and wear a suit and tie and be prepared, right? Or prepare a presentation and be a little bit more, maybe your job expects more judger qualities of you. And you have to kind of adapt a little bit. Same thing with judges. If you have to be more perceiver and just kind of show up and have fun. Like everyone's dancing and you're just like, I wasn't prepared for this dance. <laughs> like that's, you know, you got to kind of like be able to go with things sometimes, right? So prepare, plan for perceivers sometimes you have to be a little bit more open and free form for judges that's sort of like sort of a healthy perception of the other side just every once in a while just keep that into consideration that's all you know nothing complex if your natural tendency is to be a judger that's the way you're going to show up that's the way you're going to naturally be same thing for perceiver that's the way you're going to be and for all of us The world is going to be forcing us in different boxes. Different cultures have different preferences as well. So, you know, America is a little bit more of a judger culture. So, there are going to be pushes towards judger behaviors. I just had a conversation with a friend who's, we typed her as an ENTP through a formal profiling session, and which on dopamine.life, there's information on formal profiling sessions if that's something you want. And, we had a conversation about how her as a perceiver, she's been very much trying to do judger things, and there's this sort of prevalent boss lady kind of thing going on, which is a very FJ, especially INFJs have this very boss lady uh, perspective going on these days, which is great. It's an amazing movement of women who are building businesses, but there is this perception of like you need specific tools and you need a specific path always talking about reaching your goals and you know that sort of stuff and perceivers are like goals are hard <laughs> this really hurts and uh i think the conversation we had with her was all about sort of letting go a little bit of like having to feel like you need to do it the way everyone else is doing it to sort of honor your own internal decision making process and, you know, that sort of shift is like, as we were talking about it, she was like, oh, that makes so much more sense. That feels so much better. And, you know, it's the thing that's going to give you more energy and that's going to naturally propel you. If you feel like you're sledging through the water and it's not really like, it's not clicking, there's probably something that's off, which is why doing a personality profiling session with a professional like me is important If you go down either in the comments or on dopamine.life, there's links to book your own profiling session to do it with a trained pro for an hour or two and uh, be able to do that as a way to identify your type for sure. You could keep going through this personality development stuff and read descriptions and try to figure it out for yourself. That's totally cool. But to know and feel certain, uh, getting a profiling session done is the best way to do that absolutely for sure. So this has been all about how you show up to the world. I want you to go to dopamine.life, check out our articles, our podcast episodes, and our programs that we have on there as well. We have a merch store for cool stuff if you want to go check that out. And then uh, the last segment we're going to do next is going to be all about how we can start using this as a tool, kind of leading into the paid stuff around parenting, relationships, careers, all of these things and how we can start to adapt to what each dichotomy really needs to be in different situations and how you can start to listen to yourself or see if other people are not honoring who they are and you can kind of help them out a little bit or guide them in my direction, get them a profiling session. It's a great gift for someone and be able to start putting someone on the right path and really start listening to themselves and understanding for themselves what normal is, getting a sense of that control of what it is, you know, what that calibration point is for you as a person. So that's it for this section. Next, we're going to talk a little bit about using typology as a tool to kind of wrap this thing up. So thanks for being here so far. As usual, leave comments. If you have questions, thoughts, nothing's off limits, feedback, let me know what you think. I just always want to make this better. I want to help the type community. I want to help every and everyday people who are trying to learn more about this, I want to help you In your personal development journey not just to diagnose but to help you grow as a person and live the best life that you can whether you're a person who needs to be or a person who needs to do things setting goals or you know resting into just like being more freeform and that being okay that's what this is all about so let's move on to the next section about using typology as a tool
0: My name is Michael. I just had a profiling session with CNote and I really loved it. Uh, I actually have been struggling for a long time, hesitating between INTP and INFP. So getting an expert point of view from outside was critical for me. Uh, I really felt in good hands. Uh, I was able to get rid of any doubts I had, I was able to ask any questions, and that was really a game changer for me. Uh, Overall, I'm really happy with how the session was set up, and very happy with the results as well. So I highly recommend working with him, um, and I want you to thank him again. It was totally worth it. Sign up for your own one-on-one personality profiling session at dopamine.life slash profiling session today. This has been a CNote Media Production.